Hi there, and welcome to The Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper, from the Centre of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own wellbeing journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own well-being and get more out of life. Welcome back to the well-being room. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's lovely to have you here. I want to apologize first for not being here for the last month or so. I was taking a little break and thank you for your patience and waiting for me to come back. I definitely was thinking about what I wanted to share with you next and it's been a topic that's been on my mind for a little while now. So here I am today. There's a few little things I want to weave in to today's episode. One of them is it's around finding your voice, which has been a topic, a very big topic on my well-being journey for my whole life. If you recalled listening to episode one where I talked about how I was a selective mute when I was a child, uh, obviously my voice was a bit of an, an issue for me back then and even through my relationships over the years, um, it's something that I've definitely allowed other people to either speak for me or I've just held my tongue and not really voiced my true feelings or opinions about things and I've really held back. And it's only the last few years or so where I've really felt comfortable to, to express myself and hence why I'm here in this podcast with you today. So thank you for listening. The other topic I want to touch on today is also coming back to that concept of fear that I was talking about last episode. And I think fear is is something that definitely holds our back. And for me, fear and finding my voice are really two intertwined elements of my well-being journey. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Maybe you can as you listen to this. But I just wanted to share today a little bit of a story about something that's been happening for me personally at this particular point in time. So last episode I was talking about overcoming fear and I mentioned how I wanted or I had this long-held desire to be able to use my body as a way of communicating through dance and I talked about I wasn't sure what that was going to look like and I put it out there to you. So I'm happy to report today that last week I signed up for some tap dancing classes online. I found this amazing lady in the States, I think she's in Texas, who has like a monthly subscription to her site and she does live Zoom classes that she records all for beginners and she's very energetic and engaging and I love it. I've signed up, I've done, already done one class or watched one class, I didn't do it live with her uh, and I really enjoyed it and it was really fun and I've ordered my tap shoes and they're in the mail. So I'm excited and I just wanted to share that with you because there might be something that you really want to do and for whatever reason something might be holding you back but ultimately you have the power to take the steps necessary to realize your dreams. Um, I don't think I'm going to be some world famous tap dancer but that's not necessarily my dream. I just want to enjoy expressing myself through dance as an art form and there's you know, a couple of other people that I've met on my journey who are doing that. They're not necessarily professional dancers, but they're sharing maybe their dancing videos on their Facebook page or they're, you know, leading dance classes in their local community um, or just taking dance classes. And I think 
that's one example of, you know, people who have dreams of doing something, really um, embracing that and stepping into it. And I think we can all, you know, take a lesson from that as an example. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch on today was fear, like I said, and finding my voice. As you're no doubt aware, we're living in a world where COVID is a big part of our lives. This virus, this pandemic has created lots of situations and people have found them in situa- themselves in situations where they perhaps feel uncomfortable with the directions of the government. And recently there was a post from the South Australian Health Department saying that you know any people going into schools, whether that be volunteers or support workers, etc., needed to be double vaxxed um, from a certain date onwards. And that really kind of went, hmm, because look, I'll admit I am not vaccinated. I know a lot of, you know, we're aiming to get 90% of the population here in Australia and South Australia vaccinated. I am definitely one of the the 10% that is in the minority. And I have several reasons for that. Uh, I'm not going to go into them here right now, but I'm more than happy to. But if you wanted to find out more about my reasons, you can read my recent blog post. So I, I, I saw this post that the South Australian Health Department had put up and I saw some of the comments, you know, lots of people obviously for, some people against, lots of vitriol and negativity, shaming for people that aren't vaccinated and maybe perhaps don't agree with the mandates to be vaccinated. It really is such a divisive issue. And this just really makes me want to express myself. Like I, I have a voice on this topic and I want to say something. So I chose not to participate in that discussion on the SA Health post because I know that would just, uh, I, I did that once before and it was really uncomfortable. Some of the comments and feedback that I received on something that I posted, which wasn't even for or against, it was just me stating some facts from, from some research. Anyway, so I I chose to write a blog post for my my business page, The Centre of Key, and I posted that on Facebook. And I got some, you know, really supportive comments from people in who follow my business and people who actually agreed with what I was saying. I'm not really spouting any conspiracy theories or anything, but I, I'm just expressing my, my feelings about it, you know, my angle that I'm coming from a place of health and well-being. And I, I would suggest, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. So if you wanted to go and have a look at it, you can definitely read it. I'll also um, put a copy of it on my website blog, the Center of Key website, so that if you're not on Facebook, you can look at it on my website too. So I got some really um, touching comments, like one person to me, it sounded like she was really struggling with the the animosity and the comments she was receiving from people in the community because of the fact that she wasn't vaccinated. And so it's this discrimination and fear and shaming of people, which, which it just seems so unfair and unnecessary. And I think we should all be allowed to have our, you know, sovereignty over our bodies, you know, but it's, it's a challenging time. And I can see both sides. You know, I'd like to say that I can see both sides because there's more than two sides anyway. There's, there's various angles depending on what you believe and what you come to understand from various sources. Um, and so in saying that, I felt really called to take that further. I mean, people, I had put my opinion out there. People supported that opinion and agreed with that opinion and felt it was, you know, resonated with them. And so like, I was thinking, how can I take this further, you know? 
And so I decided I would contact um, the local member of parliament or soon-to-be member of parliament, um, Ashton Hearn, who is a Liberal Party member. Um, I actually had the the pleasure of attending a Liberal Party luncheon with my mum as her plus one a couple of weeks ago. Now, I don't necessarily vote for the Liberal Party, but that was just my mum. I was there to support her. And I was really interested to hear Ashton speak and also the Premier there was there, Stephen Marshall, got to hear him speak. And I felt that that would be a way to, I guess, get my voice heard and speak up for these other people that agreed and felt what I was saying was valid and reasonable. Um, And so I wrote in my to-do list the day after. I was like, okay, call Ashton Hearn, set up a time. And for some reason, I had this fear about doing it. I was really like, oh, you know, she won't want to listen to me. Um, You know, I just felt so small and insignificant. And something was holding me back from making, picking up the phone and just calling her. You know, because I'd met her already. Um, she knew my mum and I'd actually met her face to face at this event. So she, she knew who I was. But even so, there was this fear holding me back. And so I eventually, I just talked myself into it. I said, look, Leia, it's on your list. Get it done. Make that phone call. And that's what I did. I, I called the number. It went to voice message. I left a message. And I was like, dang, I did it. You know, I put the phone down. And I was like, phew, you know, I made the call. Um, And then an hour later, she actually rang me back and said, look, do you want to meet up this day or this day? And I can happily say that we just met up this morning, Friday morning, and I sat down with her for an hour and we talked about all the things that were, you know, I wanted to express and she listened and she told me about, you know, the party's perspective and also her personal perspective. and, And it was really nice just to be able to share that with someone and someone who listens to a lot of people in the community. I'm not going to say that anything necessarily will come of that conversation, but just having had that conversation and knowing that someone along the echelons of government has heard my voice um, makes me feel empowered and heard. And I think that's something that we can all do. If there is something that is troubling you uh, on some level and you think you could get in touch with your local member of parliament about it and just sit down and have a a decent human-to-human conversation about it, then then do it, you know, really embrace that opportunity because they are there to serve their community, their constituents. If you live in their local government area, then you have every right to contact them and ask for their time and to share your thoughts with them. Obviously, don't ear bash them and, you know, shout them down. I don't think that's any way to get someone to hear your point of view. But I think if you can take the time to connect with yourself and work out what it is that you need and want to say then they will listen and I think that's very very important. That's my story for today. A little bit about fear, a little bit about finding your voice, a little bit about stepping into discomfort and on the topic of discomfort it was a bit of an emotional experience for me to sit down with Ashton today but I'm definitely super glad that I did it. Thanks again for listening to the Wellbeing Room podcast today. I really appreciate you being here and it may seem like some of these topics are a bit haphazard and there's no real connection but I'm trying to just find things that are pertinent to my life and sharing some of those stories about the well-being aspects of those experiences in the hope that it can inspire you to 
improve wellness and get more out of your life too. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay well.